Hello, all you lovely traumatized humans. Guess where I am? New York. I was in New York City. I was, well, I guess I, no, I'm, I'm definitely not in New York City. I don't know New York lingo, but uh, I was in Manhattan. We were all over New York, Mike and I, and then uh, now we're on Long Island and uh, visiting his family, and we're going to leave tomorrow, and it is Labor Day weekend, and we're going to talk about work, because that's what we do on vacation, right, Sarah? <laughs> um, we're going to talk about the question, why do you want this job? And how stupid that is. I think it's a stupid question. Why do you want this job? They asked me before I knew what to say, before I knew that the right answer was not because I need to feed myself, because I need to buy gas, pay off my car loan, and hopefully be able to retire. I want this job uh, to feed me because that's the only way I know how to live, right? To work for someone else, not someone really, so much as something why do you want this job seems an asinine question. I'm here, aren't I? Why do you want to hire me, I should have said, but that's not really a question I, w I wanted to ask because I was and am fully aware of my many downfalls. I can't tell east from west. It took me a solid year to learn how to tell analog time. I can only speak one language. I can't do makeup and I only have one blazer. I studied poetry for God's sake. Who the hell would hire me? The why do you want to work here question is doubly annoying because anyone who's halfway aware can tell when someone else is interested or not. Want something or not. And maybe interest and want are not what compel people to work for someone or something else in the first place. It's need, simple as that. And I wanted to work, quote unquote, here because I needed income. But I think I said something touching about mission and gaining experience and positively impacting the bottom line. Corporate speak, uh, you know, sounds angelic. To corporate ears. Some of us, me included, are lucky and like the someone, some things we work for. And some of us are smart enough not to care. Some of us wake up every day with a, bi a big ball of dread in our stomachs because we work for absolute monsters. I worked at a bank one summer and we called my manager the ogre. She was nearly six feet tall with bright green eyes and she hated the sound of laughter. I think if she thought that if someone was laughing, they weren't working. She put me at a desk in the dark, cold basement all summer where I sat shivering and processing car loans. That was the summer I learned that ogres hate joy and banks love ogres. She probably had a candle by her bedside that smelled of dirty dollar bills. The ogre grew to like me, though, because I was productive. I hated the job, but I did it anyway. On my lunch breaks, I wrote elaborate, stupid poems on scrap paper. I drank too much coffee and made friends with the other sad, pale bank workers. I was there temporarily after all just a few months they were there indefinitely i worked at a smoothie shop another summer making minimum wage and coming home smelling of protein powder and strawberries i liked the shop though because i was usually there with another kid and we usually had a pretty good time one day i was working alone and had people walking up to the counter and ringing me in the drive-thru i was frantic like falling over myself to make the smoothies clean the blenders make change smile always smile then a delivery came and pallets of frozen fruit were piling high in the back i was making minimum wage and i thought i'm not paid enough to manage all of this and by the way i couldn't one person couldn't do it all so i turned off the drive-thru temporarily closed the store and put the fruit away before it could thaw, um, which I thought was a good idea because I saved the fruit. <laughs> Later, my manager admonished me saying I was being lazy. Do you even want to be here? She asked me like, yes and no, right? Like, yeah, but like not that bad. <laughs> Later, I worked at a car insurance company in a flat gray office building full of just dull eyed people in suits. What are the point of suits? I wondered if we just sit in cubicles all day. My manager was a middle aged balding man who used to live in Florida. He had a dragon tattoo on his back. He told me and a wife who annoyed him during baseball games, and a kid who wanted a new tricycle. I didn't understand him on a cellular level, so when he asked me, why do you want this job? I said, it's good experience, and he nodded as if it 
it made sense that my answer was a half-baked at best. Nobody wanted to work in the flat gray building full of dull-eyed people. He was only there because the benefits were good, and once a year he got to fly to Philly on the company dime. Another summer, I had an internship at Maui Gym, where they taught midday yoga and gave employees an unlimited quantity of fruit. Maui Gym employees were happy, always saying aloha and smiling and always wearing Hawaiian shirts every other Friday. The job I accepted was in customer service. I was supposed to answer phone calls and chit-chat with customers who were unhappy with the nose piece on their $300 frames. The job I did was in quality control, where I worked with three other interns in the basement of the warehouse. I guess they hired too many interns. We became zombies, dully inspecting box after box, frame after frame, hour after fucking hour. The warehouse was cold and twice a day we were allowed to go outside, lie in the grass, and remember what the sun felt like. The last summer job I had was at a diner where I worked weekends to give another waitress a break. Some Saturdays I would go home with $400 in tips, which paid my rent at the time. One rainy day I went home with 80 The diner had 14 tables and I was in charge of seven. Uh, I filled the water cup of a lady seated not at my table one day, and uh, the other waitress accused me of trying to steal her customers and therefore her tip. She just asked for water, I said, but I may as well have said, I hate you and I'm plotting to murder you in your sleep. She told the manager of the diner, who couldn't care less. She told the owner of the diner, who was too busy admonishing the line cook for baking a milk carton ring into a pancake, to be bothered by the petty complaints of the waitresses. I went back to the floor, where I refilled an old man's coffee cup, Say, what's a pretty young thing like you doing working at a diner anyway, he said. I didn't answer, and he left me a dollar and quarters as a tip. In all of these job interviews, I was asked, why do you want to work here? As if my 19-year-old dream was to blend smoothies or shiver in a warehouse basement all summer. The older I got and the more experience I gained, the less people asked me, why do you want to work here? And the more I learned to ask, to ask questions like, how can I be successful in this role? What are your goals for the company or the department or the team? What is your management style? Why do other people like working here? Why did the previous employee in this position leave? And or why are you hiring or adding this position? And then what about my experience stood out to you? The longer I'm in the workplace, the more my perceived value grows. But my work ethic was always the same. I worked just as hard or maybe even harder at the diner or in the smoothie shop as I do now. And I work in sales now. The nature of my work is just different. I needed each one of those jobs, though, to learn that hard work does pay off. I needed them to figure out what kind of jobs I liked or I was good at. I needed them to learn how workplace dynamics shift and change depending on where you are and who you're working with. And more importantly, I needed them to learn that no work is better. No job title should grant anyone more respect than anyone else. And if you're unhappy with what you do or where you are, you're the only one who can change your situation. Some jobs we need. Some jobs we want. And some jobs just teach us the difference. Um, things I linked this week. Uh, blah, blah, blah. Questions to ask your interviewer. There's a bunch of like online articles about this. Uh, none of them are that revelatory but you can read it if you really have nothing else i would suggest reading a book instead read how uh also men and women approach work differently this was written by a psychologist who was pretty much her take is that women go uh women like to socialize at work and men go to make money and accomplish things and i was like that's kind of i mean that's kind of true because like every time I'm with a lot of women they want to socialize they want to like connect and stuff and that makes them good at certain jobs but they're definitely I would say just from my very limited experience less competitive and then um 
the the many uh, an article about the many ways to find a new job uh, there's all sorts of different paths you take you could obviously apply to job boards whatever <laughs> do that whole thing uh find a job you want and and send in your resume you can use networking like network with your linkedin well whatever the fuck or social media is kind of a great place as well uh, but I would say leaning on any sort of network that you have already built. And if you're young and brand new to the workplace, um, utilize your campus, uh, you know, s- career centers. This sounds t- terrible, but if your parents have a network, you can lean on that. Um, and if you come from nothing or you're in a new city where you know nobody, uh, just go to networking events, go to job fairs. They're in every city, I swear to God. And you can at least meet people and get your name out there um, unless you're, you know, a recluse, in which case you could probably find work online. <laughs> not require you to talk to any people. That sounds great. Okay, bye.